And we're back, boys and girls. Welcome to Chilling in the Basement episode something. My name is Ben, here with Dan. And uh, what up? up? we're going to go on a, a little bit of a journey tonight. A journey. Tonight, this evening, this morning, wherever you may be listening, welcome to our journey. Uh, I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about. I feel like I figure we do some NFL rumors. I've got a bunch of like weird ass quirky news stories that we can go over. Yeah, let's do it. Um, where do you want to start? Well, one thing I will say, one thing I want to talk about was up until today, the Tigers were on a five game win streak. Oh, bring their record to six and nine, but now they're six and 10. Hey, dude, getting back close to 500. Yeah, man. Looking good there for a minute. They were like the third hottest team in baseball behind the Mets and the Braves. Nice. What, uh, did their bats, bats got hot? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, a few games that like went into extra innings and they like one on walk offs and then uh, like the 11th a few times. Um, a couple of solid pitching performances. Uh, the, the weather was uh, pretty good in Detroit the past weekend. So, um, and then now we're like in the now 40s it's cold and 30s. But tomorrow, crazy, man. tomorrow is supposed to be like 81 degrees here. So, 81 degrees spring and in Michigan, like low of 40. I, dude. Michigan weather never ceases to amaze me, dude. It's ridiculous. If you seek a pleasant peninsula with pretty insane weather, look about you. Look about you. Um, yeah. Who's your tiger? So, uh, I mean, going to be Cabrera until he retires. Cabrera, okay. To, gotcha. But I'll tell you what, uh, early front runner for new favorite tiger is Riley Green. He's the center fielder. He's a lefty hitter. Nice. Um Dude, he's solid, man. He, I think he was a rookie last year, little, uh, um, or maybe the year before. He's he's pretty he's pretty legit though. My my last tiger was Curtis Granderson. I haven't really <laughs> I haven't really had a tiger since then. Yeah, I mean that was a while ago, but, but maybe uh, it's Riley Green. Solid. He was one of my favorite tigers. Um, dude, got to get you out to a game. I got some more uh, tickets. Yeah, man. Uh, for some for some games that uh, because they there was like a few canceled or postponed games, so they like gave me a few extra tickets for some games. So yeah, dude, let's do it. Get you out for a game. Let's do it. It's fun, man. It's a good time. Yeah, it's great. They got some solid food. Good, good drinks. Yeah, I I think it's you know we talked about the rules changes, but it's like a little bit different, a little bit faster pace now. I feel like part of being at a baseball game in years past, you 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 go there. And it's like you're, uh, it's like you're going for a walk in Central Park at points. You know what I mean? You guys got, you got people playing baseball. You take a little stroll around the stadium. You go see the sights. Maybe grab a hot dog. Get yourself a beer. But yeah. I feel like with this pitch clock stuff, man, you might have to. Like, I might pay attention. I, dude, you can miss multiple innings if you get out of your seat and go to get food or something. Yeah, that's it's very possible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about this new, ba- this new baseball stuff they're doing. I'll tell you what, it was funny. I was uh, talking to some friends the other day, and uh, I just so happened to look at the score of the game, and it was in the fifth inning. And I was like, this game started like an hour ago. How is it already in <laughs> the fifth inning? They're cooking. Oh, my gosh, dude. It was in, it was incredible. I was like, you know what? It, I feel like it's enticing more fans to yeah go out and catch games. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, I know that was something that uh, people were – excuse me, complaining about for a little while, but it's definitely improved uh, 
the fan experience, in my opinion. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they're competing against things like basketball and football. Yeah. You know, you got to keep it live. You got to keep the action going. Yeah. I can't think have, it's, it, it's definitely helped the game. Can't have dudes, you know, kicking the dirt and beating the bat between their toes every time they're getting ready to take a pitch. Oh, yeah, man. There's so when, when <laughs> they get a in on base, there's only 20 seconds that the pitcher has once they receive the ball to deliver yeah. the pitch. Yeah. And the batter's got to be set. Have to be. Yeah. Was it better? has got to be set by eight seconds or something like that, or they get a strike? Dude, it's if, if the batter tries to step out of the box, they ha- they only have like I think they have one timeout per at bat. Yeah. They can call. Yeah, I like that too. The the limiting the timeouts. Same thing with limiting the pickoff throws. Like that's yep, that's exactly. solid. You can't throw more than two. You can't throw more than two per A B. Yeah. Solid. Um yeah. so good. Baseball, Tigers picking things up a bit. Um, all right, dude. Let's let's jump from that to football. Uh, NFL trade rumors. We're gonna play trade rumors. We're gonna play a little buy or sell. Um, okay. I like this. All right, Georgia Cardinals number three pick met with Nolan Smith, edge rusher out of Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. They also brought in Tyree Wilson, who I think we talked a little bit about. He's the edge out of Texas Tech, who's getting some buzz. Oh yeah. Um, showing in his senior day or whatever the what do you, NFL day that they had. Now they've they've also been trying to trade that pick. Um, what do you think? Cardinals trading the pick or are they taking a defensive guy? I think Cardinals take a defensive guy. They need they need something there. So you would think they would go the the dude out of Georgia, the beefy yeah. tackle, or Will Anderson there, right? Yeah. If they don't trade, like got it. Yep. Yeah. I I mean that's that's the play there. Um, with that third pick, it, it just really depends on what what else what else they can get out of it, right? Because if even even if they trade back, they have to get some pretty significant value, in my opinion. Yeah, and it would have to be like multiple picks, um, and then potentially some other player because I just don't think it's worth trying to move back when you have a lot of value in that third pick in itself. And they need they need defense. They, I mean, especially with uh, what's his name retiring, right? It didn't uh. What? Was the cart? Yeah, didn't didn't Watt retire? I think so. Yeah, and he was he was one of their defensive guys. So yep. they need they need someone to step in there. And so I I say they got it. All right, uh, keep the pick, keep it. Seahawks met with Will Anderson Jr. They've also met with Jalen Carter. Seahawks five overall. What do you think? Seahawks going defense or they going quarterback? Yeah, I they just didn't they just give Geno some money. Like I, think, I feel like yeah, I think they got him a kind of like an updated deal type thing. I don't know that he's they're paying him you know stupid money, but um, I gave him a pretty nice contract after yeah. his performance from last year. I feel like they they might go defense there as well, which is concerning to me because it's right before the Lions pick at six. Um, I it, I wouldn't be surprised if they went the line too, which kind of is frustrating. But at the same time, what 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 do you think they would want out of trading that pick away i guess like what can they get better than what's available at that time so i think they're gonna pick there i think pete carroll has kind of come out and said like hey you know we don't pick here much and um you know we got to kind of make this count and you know you don't get a shot at these elite guys kind of alluding that they might take a quarterback um but they gave g they i mean so gino's contract is three years 75 million dollars they're paying him 25 million a year 
which sounds expensive, but in the quarterback market nowadays, it's like average. Um, how much Jalen Hurts got? Yeah, what did he get? Highest uh, paid player in NFL history. That's ridiculous. He got more than uh, Aaron Rodgers got. $255 million over five years. Jeez. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. That's a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess that's, I guess, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of giant 51 million. I'm not a big fan of giant. Uh, let's break our salary cap contracts, but if they think he's the piece, then Eagles do that. Do you think the Eagles still have money to sign? Uh, Oh, who's the receiver? AJ Brown. I don't know. Wasn't wasn't his, it was a sign and trade. Wasn't it for him? Like he he signed a deal last year, I thought after they traded him. Oh, with the Titans, right? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. they already. Uh, um, I think it was a sign and tra- trade thing. I could be wrong, but who knows? Um, so this episode of Ben and Dan Chill in the basement is brought to you by Cutwater, right. Cutwater Mango Ma- Margarita, Mango Margarita, nice, <laughs> it's fucking delicious. Um. Yeah, I think this. I think the Seahawks are going to roll with Geno. I think is what I'm saying here. I think they do have a. Unfortunately for the Lions, I think they're going to end up taking one of the defensive guys, either Carter or Will Anderson, whoever falls there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I want to be surprised. It, you got You got to take these guys, man. These guys are yeah elite defensive players from college, and, and I, they're going to make an impact in the NFL. Yeah. All right. What do you think about this? How many quarterbacks go in the top ten? How many quarterbacks? I'm gonna say two at most. You're gonna say two. I was gonna say two. I I don't. I think there's a lot of hype behind some of these guys, but I don't yeah. think you're. I think you're just gonna see some teams that are just gonna sit tight and wait and see what happens. I don't think you're gonna. I mean, who knows? You could see a bunch of some guys jump, but um, I don't know. I feel yeah. like the quarterback classes. I mean, next year's gonna be a good quarterback class. I, you know, it's not like these quarterbacks are not continuing to come out of college, so. Yeah, how many how many opening starter positions do you think are available or would potentially have a quarterback battle with one of these incoming rookies? Do you think any of the rookies in this class could come in immediately and start in the NFL on one of the teams that needs to start a quarterback? So I think Bryce Young or whoever the Panthers draft, there's going to be pressure to start him. Yeah. Um, as far as like if they're ready, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about these guys to – I think ideally for any quarterback coming from – making that jump from college to the NFL, uh, you want them to sit a year or they're going to suffer through it. I mean, you, you, there's not really a lot of – Anybody's ready. I'm thinking the guy from Tennessee, but he's his knee was all messed up. Oh, Hooker? Hooker. Yeah, there's a lot of buzz around him. Um, apparently the Raiders met with him. The Lions have met with him. Um, I, I think mind if the Lions took him. Yeah, I think if the Lions could get him in like the second or third round, that's a, he's a good developmental guy. I think it sucks that he's coming off the injury, but he was tearing it up before then. Yeah, um, I'd be very comfortable with taking him in the second round with one of those picks. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Falcons hosted Jalen Carter. Everybody's been meeting with Jalen Carter. Basically, he's going to be a top ten pick. Will Anderson's going to yeah. be a top ten pick. Uh, the Eagles met with Paris Johnson. Shout out to Frank's 
uh, brother-in-law, Jeff Stoutland, trying to find himself another offensive tackle. He's probably going to find one. To, to protect Jalen Hurts. I'm sure they'll find one. There's enough guys in this class. Uh, what do you think? Uh, all right, so apparently the Panthers have not finalized the number one overall pick and may – oh, but are unconcerned with Bryce Young's height. Are you concerned with Bryce Young's height, Dan? Yes, I'm concerned with any quarterback who's under the six foot two. You are. You got, dude. Th- think about this, man. What is the average height of an NFL offensive lineman? Probably six five, six four, six five. Right, and I feel like you got to be tall enough to be able to see over these guys. Because granted, they're not going to be standing straight up the whole time, but it's like if you can't see above these guys to be able to see your your receivers' you know patterns that they're running or be able to read a defense that's developing over your offensive lines. Like that's why I've always just had like a, a negative feeling about shorter quarterbacks. Like I, I honestly, I don't understand how Kyler Murray does it or like it, Dax isn't very tall either. Yeah. But it's like, how I mean, do you guys, how do you guys see the plays developing? If you can't even see past your offensive line. Yeah. I mean, you can, I think they can kind of see through, I mean, Drew Brees had the, you know, the Ted, the head tilt where he would tilt his head back. Yeah. I'm not really concerned with it, especially because Bryce Young played at Alabama. He played behind an offensive line that will all be in the NFL. Yeah. So but do you think every NFL sec or every secondary that he went up against is was, you know, the the caliber that you'll no. see in the NFL? Yeah. No, but as far as as far as the height stuff is concerned, I I think it's kind of yeah. it's just a it's a buzz, it's a talking point at this sure. time of year that people, you know, that people like us talk about. Yeah. I think it, a lot of it comes down to, do I feel like the incoming freshmen or the incoming rookie quarterbacks have the ability to read an NFL defense? Um, I don't know because I don't have enough insight to these guys, but I would go out on a limb and say that these guys have been having the goals of playing in the NFL. They've probably been doing some homework and research to figure out what they need to kind of focus on or what their key indicators are when trying to read the defense. But yeah. But um, have any of these, have any of these guys come in? Were they a part of like the, the Manning's camp quarterback camp that they do? You know, if any I those, don't know. Any Good guys? question. If any of these, the yeah. guys this year have been. Yeah. Cause I mean, you look back at recent history of like the quarterbacks who've had a lot of success in the NFL. A lot of these guys have gone through like the Manning's camps that they, they put on and they, they, they host. Who's the, uh, the Manning coach, um, I think it's David something. He was the coach at Duke. Uh, he was always connected. Oh, talk- yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know you're he talking. was always connected to the. Um, uh, what is it? The Manning brothers, I think, because they would do it at Duke. Um, when he was there, their coach. David Cut David Cutcliffe, yes, David Cutcliffe. Cutcliffe, yep, yeah, that's not that rings a bell. Yep. Um, <laughs> David Cutcliffe has been working with drum roll. Arch Manning. Not surprised. Not surprised. All right, that kid has it lined up, man. Holy shit. I mean, if anybody's already got their future kind of planned out for him, like. I just love that he is the the Manning son, the son of the Manning brother who didn't make it to the NFL. But does that really honestly surprise Coop. you? Cooper Manning, man. 
Cooper's going to get his. Cooper's son. Cooper named his son after the grandpa. After yeah, after his dad, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see other NFL draft rumors. We got uh, Texans are open apparently to trading down. May not draft QB at number two. I think that's stupid. Uh, I think every team is probably open to trading down though, and it's just whether or not they can find what they. Mills, Mills is their guys. I guess, yeah. Basically? I don't know that they're saying that, but um, they've basically said they'd be open down, to it. As in, they'll get like, what if they like traded for like Trey Lance or some shit? Yeah, so I saw Trey Lance was being thrown around as a trade or bait. Jordan, or Jordan Love. Was that what his name is? Or The dude from the Packers? Green Bay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so apparently this Aaron Rodgers to the Jets deal is blowing up because the Packers want a first-round pick, and Aaron Rodgers is saying he might retire. Did you see that? No. He said he's, like, semi-retired or something like that, and... He's like uh, 90% retired or something. Yeah, something stupid like that. And uh, Woody Johnson, the Jets owner, heard it and was like, we're not giving up a one a first-round pick for some dude who may just come here and play a year. Like, no. yeah, Get out of here with that garbage. So, good job, Aaron Rodgers. Way to shoot shoot yourself in the man. foot. He seems to be pretty good at that. Yep. Um. Let's see what else we got here. Added, Bryce Young can't taking uh what what's the oh what's the opium or what the heck was he smoking? Opium. Uh, oh <laughs> wait, his his, his silence life. retreat or was he did he come out and say he was doing drugs of some sort? Doing some like ayahuasca yeah. or something? Yeah, he did ayahuasca or some crazy shit, dude. Nice. He wanted Nothing to make him hallucinate. He wanted to see the universe, baby. Bro, that shit's wild. Um, so apparently Bryce Young has canceled all his remaining visits. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. He's he's going to get drafted by probably the Panthers, if not the Texans, or the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders are top ten, and they could they could definitely pick a quarterback. Yeah, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if they did. I mean, they they who did they sign though? The Raiders. Yeah, they signed somebody, didn't they? I don't know, probably like Jameis or somebody. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo. There it is. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G, baby, still around. Still kicking. Still being average. He's like the Kirk, a better looking Kirk Cousins to me. Yeah, he just gets, you know, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is like the guy that uh, has like the, the family and Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy out there swinging. Jimmy G got a three-year $72 million deal, so that's the same thing basically as Gino. Yep. Um. It's crazy money. Basically, basically the role of a quarterback who should be a backup, but yeah. is their only option for starter. I really do think I, I'm starting to think maybe there's not going to be as many QBs drafted. And I mean, we talked about two is probably likely, but I might even go with just one. one I don't know, man. I mean, these, a lot of these teams, they've signed these veterans and I, you know, they're not, I, I don't think, I think you're, you're starting to get a lot of more, a lot more of this like analytical mindset in the NFL where they don't really want to draft with a top 10 pick somebody who's who's they're not going to pass on some of these guys who are just beef machines you know what i mean yeah like the the easiest way to not miss on a pick is to is to just draft the beef machine because you yeah. you know what he's going to be you know what i mean who do you think uh Tampa Bay drafts 
I don't, where are they picking? They got to be like in what the teens or twenties. What if they traded up? They might. I mean, they could definitely draft a quarterback. I don't even know who they're. Who's their quarterback? They don't have a quarterback. Well, they. Oh, they did. Guy, they but... signed. Uh, uh, what's his dude? Uh, Oklahoma Heisman Trophy guy went to the Browns. Baker, didn't they? Oh yeah, Baker. You're right. You're absolutely right. I forgot about. Now, that. if you have Baker Mayfield as your starting quarterback, then maybe you know, maybe you take a guy and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, might as well. It's not like Baker's been invincible. Yeah, he's been pretty average. Um, let's see what else. Any other? Yeah, Bryce Young. A lot of Bryce Young stuff. For stuff on prospects, I've never heard of. Zay Flowers apparently is a big name. It's been tossed around as a receiver. I mean, some, the receivers are going to go at some point. We haven't really talked about receivers, but where did he go again? Flowers. He Zay went Flowers. To, uh... Yeah. Uh, was that a, big e- was that a uh, it was a big E school or no, an ACC school? Zay Flowers, a- Boston College. Tennessee. Boston College. So it was ACC. Yeah. Or uh, I saw, I saw something that the Cowboys, our boy Jerry Jones, you know who he really likes? Bijan. Bijan, Bijan. You know Bijan Robinson has a Dijon mustard. Bijan, Dijon mustard. Bijan, Dijon, baby. Where did he go again? Uh, Texas. I want to say Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually... wasn't surprised they take him. They did just release. Um, which, who, where, dude? Where is he gonna fall? Zeke. Um, yeah. Old Zeke. Where is he gonna go? Is he old though? I don't think he's that old. He's running back old, dude. He's been their second best running back for the past two years. Yeah, but you also brought in Tony Pollard to take on a lot more because. Yeah, but he Pollard was better. That's what I'm saying. It was he better, or just faster. I mean, that's what you want at the running back position. He's yeah, born in 1995. Who? Uh, Zeke. Okay. 95. So what is he, 28? He's eight years younger younger than us. Yeah, he's 28. That's running back old, man. He's 27 currently. He'll turn 28 in July. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, he'll he'll play somewhere. He will be somewhere, but he's not old Zeke Elliott. you think a good landing spot is? The Lions. Tampa? You think he's going to come to the Lions? I don't think he's going to come there because he probably wants to be paid way more money than he is ultimately worth, but he's going to have to sign somewhere. And the Lions, Jamal Williams just had 17 touchdowns next year. Tell me Ezekiel Elliott in that role doesn't also score 12 to just, 15. We signed David, we signed uh, David uh, Montgomery. Montgomery. And we have De- DeAndre Swift, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. probably not going to happen. And I also think the Lions probably draft a running back in the later rounds, but. I, what if Zeke? What if Zeke went up to New England? Yeah, they they, I mean they've been playing the running back by late round draft pick game, as well. So he's he could definitely fit in there. He's a free agent right now, right? Yeah. God, I want to know who his agent is. I would love to get them on the phone. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott's agent. Who are, you th- who are you taking, Zeke? Man, let me help you find a spot for him. I don't even like him that much, but I feel like he's got a lot of value left. All right, here we go. This is from Sports Nout, N-A-U-T, Sports Night, I guess maybe is how they pronounce it. Six, six landing spots for the three-time Pro Bowl running back Ezekiel Elliott. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
him and him and uh, Lenny. Buffalo Bills. I could definitely see the Bills. Ooh. They've had him and James Cook. You definitely need a running back that's consistent there. Yep. The Los Angeles Rams. Okay. Okay. The Chargers. Uh, they don't re-sign Austin Eckler. Go with oh, Zeke. Yeah. What the fuck was that all about, dude? It's it's the running back position. How old is Eckler? He's probably, the same age. Probably, probably about the same age. I mean, he's still been putting up numbers, though. Yeah, dude, he's but... he's been playing better than Ezekiel Elliott. He's born in May of 1995. Dude, he's been a top five running back in the league for yeah. like the last three or four years. Bro, the the shelf life on these guys, is, if you're not Adrian Peterson, it's like you get 27, 28, and you're you're like a backup. So how much longer bat- do you think Derrick Henry has? I don't know. He's he, okay. He might be in that Adrian Peterson. I'm just a freak athlete. Uh, but here's the thing, though. It's like Zeke had the injury, though, right? Derrick Henry's a year yeah. older than Zeke's. Twenty, He'll be 29 this year. Just so turned 29. Eckler, did Eckler and Zeke have injuries in their careers? Uh, Eckler's been hurt. Zeke has also been hurt at times. So maybe that's why these guys have like less values because like they've had history of an injury. and I don't know. It's just yeah. weird to me that... It seems like these guys are well, still. They've also fifteen running backs in the league. I just, I don't understand how there's like no value and like no one wants them. I'm telling you, man, it's because it's not. It's about that offensive line. Jamal Williams scored fifteen touchdowns or whatever it was last year behind the Lions offensive line. It's not because Jamal Jamal Williams is what seventeen. Seventeen. He's not going to do that this year. Yeah. Uh, not for not for New Orleans. Not, I mean, yeah, because he's got to he's got to compete didn't with New Orleans. Didn't, didn't New Orleans get rid of? They uh, uh, have Alvin oh Kamara. He's not gonna. He's they not, didn't release Kamara. No, apparently he, he got a. Re- oh, that was twenty twenty two. Um. No, Alvin Kamara still plays for the Saints. See, I thought there was some talk about them trading him. Um, who did who did they sign down there? New Orleans. Yeah, who's the quarterback they signed? Oh man. Um. Uh, Carr, Derek Carr. Oh, Derek Carr. That's right. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, NFL is gonna be weird next year. Definitely some shakeups. Yeah. A lot of shakeups. Yeah. Um, all right. Are we good on NFL talk here? I think we've kind of beat this dead horse enough. Yeah, we love talking, beating, talking football. <laughs> Dude, this Tyree Wilson guy, uh, he potentially goes in the top ten. He's getting a lot of love from these top ten teams. Yeah, guys, they want edges, man. They you you want edges, linemen, tackles. And a quarterback People that make the offensive life hell. Yes, the offense's life. Hell. Yes. Um. All right. Let's do this. Ramen came out with a new flavor, Dan. Uh oh. Well, cup of noodles came out with a new flavor. Are you familiar with cup of noodles? No, I'm sure it's something like ramen noodles, right? Yeah, it's like a cup. You put hot water in it. Something you put hot water in. Let it, it sit. Boom! Ramen. You got noodles. Yep, noodles. Breakfast flavored. 
breakfast flavored noodles. Maple syrup, pancakes, sausage, and egg flavored noodles. I don't know how I feel about that. I think I it sounds disgusting. Foods. Yeah, it kind of bothers me, but I love breakfast food. But noodles? Yeah, I don't think I could do that. That would just make me really upset, actually. I'd probably throw it at the <laughs> wall. I'm looking at the marketing design they put out, and it's just like... Show it to me. It's like, I don't like it. No, that's so weird. Look at this. It's just like flavoring. Oh, my God. Look at this, dude. Why? Why would you do that? Ah. Sold exclusively at Walmart. Of course. Of course, it's going to be sold exclusively at Walmart. Hi, babe. Uh, You won't get these noodles. It's a limited edition offering, so get it while it's hot. You know, how can we get shit like this, but we can't have the Choco Taco anymore? What is this world coming to, man? What is this world coming to? Ramen for breakfast, but no noodles, but you can't can't get a Choco Taco. This is maple syrup pancakes. Travesty. This is for like lazy people that don't want to make pancakes and eggs and sausage. Or go to McDonald's for their breakfast. Dude. Well, I guess breakfast is McDonald's breakfast is undefeated, man. What? Dude, McDonald's breakfast, bacon, egg, and cheese bagel with the hash brown. Mm. Oh my gosh! I I Dude, don't that, that like oh. spicy sauce that like spicy sauce that they put on. Oh yeah, their hot sauce. Spicy, but like the sauce that they put on those bagel sandwiches is so good. Oh yeah, dude, McDonald's McDonald's it's breakfast is undefeated. Is. They were the first to do it. First to make breakfast. <laughs> first to make breakfast. That's right. In my world, McDonald's invented breakfast, and uh, they are undefeated. Um, yeah. So yeah, ramen's or not? I guess it's cup of noodles is the brand. It's not ramen. I guess ramen is the the type of noodle, but that's the thing. Um, let's see what else I got here, dude. I went. To, I scoured the internet tonight. You see the video of Arnold Schwarzenegger fixing a pothole. Yeah, dude, good for him. Awesome, Just helping out, helping yep. out the city yep. workers. Yep. Um, He's the greatest. He's the greatest. Did you see the uh, the Taiwanese Air Force badge that has a, a a black bear? I guess is what it would be with like a Taiwan flag punching Winnie the Pooh. Punching Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So that's kind of messed up. Are you aware of the? Um, is it Xi Jinping? Is that who runs China now? Uh, is, is that how you say his name? I'm, yeah, I'm, I think so. Yeah. Um, he looks like Winnie the Pooh. Oh. And apparently hates to be compared to Winnie the Pooh. And so this is a dig at him because they might invade China or Taiwan at some point. That, dude, that's kind of funny. But I like, yeah, like subtle digs like that. Right. Um. Did you see the random Russian T ninety tank that showed up in at a gas station in uh, I don't even know I think it was like Louisiana. Oh, they like bought some Russian tank and like yeah, apparently somebody it. somebody bought it. They somehow procured a Russian tank. Probably came in on one of those like uh, freighter uh, boats. Yeah. Um, okay. The Pentagon. Oh, the Pentagon came out and made a statement. Uh, It was left at a casino and travel center in Roanoke, Louisiana last week. Pentagon claimed ownership of the tank on Tuesday. They said it was headed to the U.S. Army Training Center when the truck carrying it broke down. Um, I mean, okay. 
It's kind of random. Why why would there just be one Russian take just like I, apparently they were taking it to the base. I'm assuming they wanted to use it for some sort of exercise or maybe just to show. It sounds like some red dawn shit going on there. It does. But it also looks like a real piece of shit tank. Yeah. Yeah, like it, I mean, uh it just it it I mean it looks like it's been used, I guess is what I would say. Like it's it's seen some things. I wonder like what type of like military research equipment or like guns or tanks or like technology that there's out there that we know nothing about like i feel like they're probably doing research into weapons like new types of weapons like all the time that just like normal public society knows nothing about yeah like the ufos well yeah but like you see that the video they released today of the uh ufo in afghanistan i think it was either afghanistan or iraq from back when the u.s was operating over there no Send me this video. It's like a, um, it's like a little little metal spheric orb. Yo, what? That's wild. Why have I not heard about this? Um, Pentagon director. This is from today, I think. Let's see. This is a CNN politics story. U.S. Senate Subcommittee on Armed Services held an unclassified briefing with the director of AARO or all. Domain Anomaly Research Office and said in it they reviewed a video of an unidentified flying object. Um, it's not much of a video. Here, I'll share it. But it's definitely like a little UFO guy flying around. You see it? Oh, there it goes. No, I'm, I lost it. Hold on. It. It'll... Where is it? There it is. See it? Yo, what the heck? They get more footage of it here. There it is again. And there it is again. They just can't track it? Yeah, they're trying to. It's not a balloon. I will say that. It's definitely not a balloon. Bro, these are probe droids. I'm, I'm convinced they're probe droids. Like, yeah, got Star Wars style probe droids. That is wild, man. Yeah, here's that, <laughs> that broke ass tank. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, dude. That looks like someone like built it in their backyard. It does. Yeah, dude. The aliens are sending probe droids and trying to figure out what the hell we're doing. Or they're just controlling everything with their probe droids. I don't know, man. All right. Another story. This is from Huffington Post, uh, the UK site. One in 10 people poo in the shower. Now, this oh my God. <laughs> This is a little bit serious. This is a little bit. This is like one of those stories where it's like when you dig into it, you're like, eh, okay. So apparently this is from a poll taken by the water filter sales company and they pulled a thousand people. So I don't know if it's trustable, if that makes sense, but it begs the question, Dan, are you a shower pooer? No, I'm not a shower pooer. That sounds just, I would not want to be like stepping around and like, <laughs> Get water in a fucking shower. That's I, so gross. I pooped in the shower once when I was younger. Okay, when you were Hand a up. kid, maybe I was yeah. probably like ten or eleven. I uh, none of the uh, we were camping. None of the bathroom stalls were open, so I pooped in the shower. <laughs> it happens, man. Wouldn't recommend it. It's weird, dude. I still remember the time. I I think I've. I shat in like a lake before or something. Oh yeah, you gotta 
just like a, drop trout in the lake and like just a, like float around. Yeah. And set. We were camping one time. Swimming around, eating my poop. Yeah, we were camping one time, and uh dude, we were fishing with the dudes. Uh, he was like a friend of the family. It was me and Ryan Shaner, and he had to poop, so we made him poop over the side of the boat, and it floated. <laughs> yeah, he didn't live that down. We he was uh, when we got back to high school, he was poop kid for a minute, so. <laughs> If you're out there, kids, don't don't poop around older kids who may use it to their advantage. <laughs> yeah, he regretted that one. Um, let's see, oh. poop in the shower. Do you see this story? An estimated two million dimes were stolen from a truck in Northeast Philadelphia. How about two million dimes? What's two million dimes. It's two hundred two hundred thousand dollars worth of dimes. Oh my gosh. All right, Dan, you have two million dimes that I just dropped in your basement. What do you do? Coinstar, baby. You go to Coinstar? (laughs) (laughs) You just hit up all the Coinstar machines in the area? What are you supposed to do? Max them out? I don't know. Do you just... Two million dimes. You just take a handful of dimes out with you? Do you take take cash and coins? It's like you're at the bar. Dimes? Order drinks for some girl you just met. Hey, baby, I got this. Throws a handful of dimes on the table. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take a few stacks of dimes. It's gonna, yeah. It's like, five, it's like $5 worth of dimes in one of those little, like, Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like you got to, if you if they're not rolled, you got to roll them. Which, for those of you who may be younger and don't know, you can roll coins into little, well, how would you describe it, Dan? It's almost like a shotgun shell of coins. Like a yeah, sleeve, like a yeah, Chinese finger sleeve. trap full of coins. Exactly. It's Chinese finger trap of coins. Um, you ever work at like a retail job and you have to you have to get coins and you like you take it, you, you smack it, it breaks them open. Yeah. It's a, yeah. That's a really, I don't know, it, maybe it's like a dude thing, but like destroying stuff like that is really satisfying. You know, it just smacking, smacking it on the edge of the thing and. Dude, working at the warehouse, I think, was the one time that, <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually had to work with like cash like yep. that. Yep. I mean, dude, it, it's so weird now. At the ballpark, they don't take cash anywhere. You have no. to use card everywhere. No cash. Yeah. No cash. I mean, if you have cash. They have machines that you can and put the cash into, and it shoots out a card for you to use. Nice. Isn't that crazy? Here, you got to convert this to Bitcoin, and then we'll accept it. Yeah, that's where we're at nowadays, so weird, man. They're trying to take away that, like the transactional passing of cash and money. Yeah, well, it's yeah, I mean, it's everywhere. You don't have to worry about counterfeiting. You don't have to worry about handling the cash. You got to talk to Kent. Let Kent know. It just zips around in the fucking atmosphere somewhere. That's where your cash is, dude. It's so weird to me. You're just getting rid of what's what's like, weird to me is the. Um, the like, like people who don't get how Bitcoin works, or like mm-hmm. they can't like get get behind the idea of like a digital currency. But mm-hmm. like, look at how our currency works now. Yeah, it's you all don't digital. ever see any of the money that you have. No, no one's stuffing it in it's mattresses or couches. Or I had a uh, I had a great uncle who died. And they found twenty thousand dollars plus in their mattress. This was like a couple of years ago. 
holy shit yeah me and my grandpa didn't get over there in time so we we (laughs) by the time we got over there the only thing that was left was a couple of collectors wheaties boxes and uh my great uncle's coin collection or no it wasn't coins it was stamps he had a fucking stamp collection people just went in and like took your yeah it's like his kids and his kids and stuff all got there early and then my grandpa my grandpa was an adventure type right and so like he was like you know go see him and he's like hey we'll go, you know, he's like 85 years old he's like hey come on we're going over there so we go over there i don't know he ended up somehow he ended up selling the house like but he worked with his real estate buddy who was also 85 years old and like he wouldn't tell anybody about the deal it was very strange my grandpa when he got older got a little conspiracy conspiracy theory minded like when like probably uh, six months before he died, he, we went to see him in, in the in the nursing home, and he he started talking to us about how he had been having conversations with the Frenchman who lived across the street, and they were <laughs> they were coming up with some sort of like international conspiracy. <laughs> so uh, he, like worked for like the CIA or something. Yeah, shit. something like dude, and it's like you know he was in World War Two at one point. It's like you don't know. He's so old at that point. It's like yeah. what is going on anyway. He was also a bullshitter, so he could have just made, been making all this stuff up. He he would steal stuff from the nursing home. Like, <laughs> one time we went to visit him, and he like he he goes to my brother. He's like, hey 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 Chris, here take this. And he like lifts up his blanket and hands him uh like a like a a floor wet sign, like one of those signs <laughs> that's like floor caution floor wet. He's like, here I swipe yeah. this, take it home with you. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna walk All off. right, Grandpa, I got you. What side? We'll get this oh, home for when you break out of this place. Oh my gosh! Oh, man, I don't even know where did that conversation begin. Something about booing and oh, the dimes. Yeah, stacking dimes. Back to stacking right. dimes. So anyway, there's someone out there sitting on two hundred thousand dollars worth of dimes, and that's gonna be a tough one. That is gonna be a tough one to convert to Bitcoin. I mean, it's just going to be a tough one to convert to any type of cash. Yeah. Um, all right, next story. I don't have any background on this. haven't actually read any of the news stories. This is just a headline. Escaped Let's emu takes owner and police on a 20-mile chase in Tennessee. So at some point within the last week. Uh, an emu. An Those emu escaped. Like freaking raptors. Like and, yes, they are. They are. And uh, the cops and its owner chased it around rural Tennessee. That's really wild. Like, rural world Tennessee, an emu running around, people would probably think it is a fucking dinosaur. Right. Um, next one. This is this is a shout out to Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Um, did you see that yet? No, I have not. I did. Oh. No, I, I watched it, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Oh, okay. I'll have to rewatch it. Anyway, uh, Black Bear breaks into vehicle guzzles 69 cans of pop oh my (laughs) gotta love this the top comment on this article is caffeine bear bear. (laughs) what did that do what did that do that had to have been like the biggest sugar rush ever yeah i i assume he just 60 colas put on a little fat and was like hey i'm good to go now let's hibernate baby upset stomach yeah yeah hibernating after the fact yeah, he's gonna be taking a little nap. Do you see a uh, a toddler crawled through the White House fence? What? Yeah, dude. 
this is a, not watching. This is the kind of stuff that the news just doesn't cover nowadays, and it's really disappointing that they don't. A curious toddler on Tuesday earned the title of one of the tiniest White House intruders after he squeezed through the metal fencing on the north side of the executive mansion. The U.S. Secret Service uniformed division officers uh, walked across the north lawn to retrieve the trot tot and reunite him with his parents. Oh my gosh! How do the how do they let their kid that get like a toddler get that far away from them? I don't know if it's just like you're just kind of hanging out because I mean you could get fairly close to the White House and just kind of hang out by the fence and maybe they're just like not paying attention for a half second. He squeezes through and it's like, what do you do at that point? Just takes off. Like, what you do can't you do? Get your kid to come back to you? Like, I feel on. like I feel like this kid needs to meet the president. Like Joe Biden, if you're listening, this a real real hot PR move here. Just you know, host like remember when Obama did the beer summit with those two guys that were pissed off about something. It's like, why don't you come to the White House and have a beer, boys? Like, Biden needs to make this baby. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, do you remember, do you remember that movie, uh, Baby's Day Out? Yeah. It was, like, that 90s yes. comedy or whatever. Yep. Well, I feel like uh, they're probably going to, like, make a movie about the baby who broke Oh, this the would be, White yeah, House. Baby's Day Out White House version. Yeah. Baby's Day Out number two. Or Baby's Day Out the White House. You see that uh, somebody bought a... 2,000-year-old Roman bust at a Goodwill for $35 in Texas recently. Oh, 2,000-year-old Roman what? Uh, it's a bust. It's like a, like a, like a, it was like an emperor's head bust. Oh, like a headpiece? Like a, like a carved marble thing of their face. Oh, my gosh. And it's, it's 2,000 years old? Yeah, here, I'll show you that's kind of wild. Right here, this How thing. that shit worth? Sold for th- sold in 2018 at a Texas Goodwill for $34.99. How in the fuck did they get their hands on that? I have no idea. Could have just been stolen in like a war or it was, something? Yeah, it's probably stolen or discovered somewhere and somehow made its way to the U.S., like possibly World War II. Somebody brought it back somehow. Just like, oh, this is probably $34.99. Let's just... Yeah, it was sitting in somebody's house. That person person probably died, gets donated to Goodwill. This woman buys it. And at some point is like, man, this seems pretty authentic. Has like a... Hands like an has like an antiques roadshow person look at it, and they're like, "Yeah, this is uh, this is actually uh, way way old, and uh, probably shouldn't be here." But they're sending it back to Germany. Apparently, it's from Germany originally. They figured that out somehow. Had to have been um, stolen from some German museum or something during the wars, and then they just yeah on to it or some shit. I feel like a lot of that stuff happened. Like a lot of art and um like artifacts and yeah. culture was just like stolen during those wars and like they're just starting to track down some of that stuff now you know oh yeah dude there's the nazis stole a bunch of stuff um and what was it there was a room there was a room in a palace in russia that was stolen from the the louvre back in world war I think it was World War One or World War Two. Yeah, dude, the Amber Room, the Amber Room, right here. It was a room that's walls were completely covered in amber, and which is apparently really expensive back in the day. Yeah, decorated amber panels, gold leaf, and mirrors located in the Catherine Palace uh, in Saint Petersburg, constructed in the 18th century in Prussia. 
was dismantled by the Nazis and they think it burned down. Oh, shit. Or it burned, like the panels of it all burned, um, like basically as uh, the Nazis were losing the war. Yeah, it was it was uh, burned in a fire after the city it was in was heavily heavily firebombed by the Royal Air Force and suffered further damage from the artillery of the Russian army. Yeah, yeah, but there's a bunch of stuff like that. It's like just missing art pieces that uh, went missing during World War II that uh, they have no idea where they are. So if you stumble across some art that looks old at a garage sale snatch it up see what happens yeah take a look at it was it like the it's like the what, what that da vinci painting that they found in like a attic in the east coast somewhere a couple of years ago yeah something like that it was a van gogh painting that was, it was van gogh okay too. yeah yeah um, all right let's see what else we got here you see a, a teen a teenager got stuck in a claw machines in north carolina so gotta love that. what machines when those claw those claw machines that you like move the joystick to get a prize apparently he climbed in there and got stuck how the hell did he get in there dude kids they're squeezed they can squeeze and they're like cats man dude fuck around and find out right um new zealand has a feral cat pro program or a feral cat problem well, apparently they 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 set up a contest for kids to go kill feral cats. <laughs> New Zealand? What are we talking about, dude? Uh, it got axed. They took they took the program down after people got real pissed off about it. Oh, I'm sure. Like PETA was probably losing their yes. minds. Yes, PETA got real pissed. Um, but they're still gonna kill the cats. Like they'll just do something else. I mean, it's a big problem there because the feral cats. They, there's no like natural predator there, and so they kill they kill all the native wildlife. I mean, it's there's a no predators in New Zealand. No, no, no like natural predators, not like a cat. Dude, what is it? Just like some some wolf or something. Feral shit. cats kill something like I want to say it's like billions of birds per year. Really? Yeah. Well, because think about it, where humans are, there's no apex predators. Yeah, cats kill more than they according to this sciencenews.org article, cats kill between 1.3 billion and 4 billion birds a year. What? Yeah. How many birds are there in the world? <laughs> that just seems like at least nobody knows that answer. Birds population. Dude, the think about it though, and like they just become like my house, for instance, I got a little swamp back there, right behind my house. Okay, there's neighborhood cats that will post up back there and hunt and stuff. Just snipe a bunch of birds. They kill birds. They kill mice. They kill moles. Everything. But there, because there's no like, there's no foxes. There's not a lot. There's there's coyotes, but they're soup. They're not, especially in the city. Not a lot of them around. There's no wolves. There's no you know. There's nothing. You should, you should introduce some fox. Some foxes to go against the cast. Did I tell you there was a raccoon fight in my backyard the other night? A raccoon fight? Yeah. Video? I didn't. I should have. We just heard it. You should have let Izzy go out there and chase him down. Well, that's what we did is that we were like, 
we had the windows open. It was one of those really warm nights that we've had. And uh, all of a sudden we just hear, it sounded to me like cats, but cats, you hear them like, a, like they're, they're going to caterwaul when they fight. Yeah. But, and it just kept going. Like it wouldn't stop. And Katie was freaking out. She's like, oh my God, they're killing a bunny back there. I was like, that's not a bunny. Bunnies, they like, they don't sound like that. So eventually we were like, all right, we got to go see what's going on. So we grabbed a couple flashlights, opened the slider door to the backyard and Izzy just bolts out. And immediately runs to the back and scares away whatever it was. But there was like, you kind of see there was some weird action going on in the trees. So I came back in. I was like, you know, I know there's raccoons that live back there. It's like I looked up raccoons fighting on YouTube, <laughs> which there's videos. And uh, that's definitely what it was. It was definitely a couple of raccoons going at it. Raccoon fighting on YouTube. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. YouTube search history. You, raccoon. <laughs> raccoon fights. <laughs> Anyway, back to cats. Yeah, dude, cats. Uh, cats are straight up cold-blooded murderers out there in the wild. Dude, and so cats New Zealand. Freaking, I, cats are scary, dude. Dude, I saw it was either Australia or New Zealand. They they're so bad that there's like there's like a little cottage industry of people who hunt feral cats. And there's this one guy who skins them and makes like cat skin things. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, right, it's a little bizarre. To uh, that's a little morbid. Yeah, a little bit. So anyway, I was going to buy some of that for my sister and send it to her. She's got a couple cats and just see. Just <laughs> uh, oh, all right. I, th- I, I think I had one more random story to go over here. Let's put skinning cats in the title of this episode. Yes. There's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This is random. Did you know the MTV and this MTV had a early had a show in the 90s called The Grind where it was just people dancing to music? No. Where did that go, man? What happened to MTV? I was just it's just the Rob Deerdeck show. I mean, what else do they even have on MTV nowadays? I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, dude, The Grind was a was a dance music show broadcast on MTV between 1992 and 97. Uh, it replaced MTV Club and featured people dancing to music tracks. That's wow, it. Wow, dude. That's it, man. I feel like that's probably something that's been, that had been around for a while other than just they like brought it back in the 90s because I feel like that's something they probably did in like the 70s. And yeah, well, the gr- and so it replaced MTV or the Club MTV, which went from uh, – 1987 to 92 so yeah man mtv carson daly total request live dude that show was so fun to watch back in the day back, back in the day you get home from school pop on trl see what's hot christina aguilera i'm a genie in the bottle, <laughs> baby. dude she had some moves all the 90s man the the backstreet boys britney spears Remember corn? Dude, corn. Oh God, dude, corn. I actually liked uh what was the other one? Um was it Smashing Pumpkins? Oh yeah, they were Ooh, they were a thing. Uh, Lincoln Park. Lynn remember Biscuit. Lincoln Park? Remember Lynn Biscuit? Oh yeah. yeah. For the nookie. The nookie. The nookie. Oh so man. They're they're bases with no eyes, just interesting imagery for young children. Oh my gosh! They know nothing about TRL. We, TRL. we made it out all right. Yeah, TRL. dude. There is no, there's no TRL nowadays. Well, music videos aren't a thing. They're a thing, but they're not like the thing. It, dude, it's weird. It's like turned into somewhat of like an interesting production. Speaking of music, have you ever seen the show Dave? Like, do you know who Dave is, Little Dicky? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. The rapper Little Dicky. Yep. So he's got the show Dave that's on FX and it is produced by Kevin Hart. Oh, really? Yeah. It dude. Is it funny? If you haven't ever if it's hilarious, dude. If you have like he's such like a weird out there guy. Right. Like they're like last season there was like some real awkward episodes, but they were like so like funny and like weird and awkward that it was just like uncomfortably funny. Okay. Um, Dude, I you'll have to check uh, this out. It's pretty funny, dude. If you're a fan of Little Dicky, like you like yeah. his music, you like his his like humor it's, that he uh, has in his raps. Yeah, IMBD, yeah. IMDB compares it to Workaholics, Eastbound yeah. and Down, which was a yeah, classic. Dude, it's like a weird, it's like a weird, funny, like uncomfortable, funny vibe. Yeah. yeah. All right, I could be down for this. I'll have to check it out. He what? Definitely, he definitely pushes like the limits on some of the, the stuff, which is kind of funny. I feel like it makes the show pretty edgy. It's on Hulu. Um, okay. Yeah. But dude, yeah, it's it's hilarious. I definitely recommend checking that out. And then have you watched uh, have you been watching any Ted Lasso? No, dude, I don't have the Apple whatever. Apple oh, Apple Plus sign. Apple Plus. We'll have to get you that how's, app so uh, you can hop in there and How's watch uh it. was it season 3? Yeah, they're on season 3 right now. How season has he won the prem the prem yet? Is his team even in the Prem? Uh, yeah, they're in the Premier League. Okay. Yep. Uh, they're uh, they're competing. They're making their way up the board. They picked up a, a new player who's like supposed to be like one of the best players in the league or whatever. He's like helping them win a bunch. Nice. Yeah. Do they, so they don't show a lot of soccer. It's more of like just Ted Lasso being Ted Lasso. They show some soccer. They do show some soccer. Okay. Yeah. Some goofy stuff that's going on. Um, but yeah, no shows. I'm not, I'm not sure what direction they're trying to go with the show right now. It's interesting. Okay. There's like a lot going on. Um, but yeah, that, and then like Mandalorian, have you been watching any of that on Disney plus? No, the only series I've been watching lately is uh Katie watches succession on HBO. So I've been watching that. Oh yeah. There you go. I heard that show's pretty legit. I got to start watching that. Yeah. One. They, uh, yeah, they killed off, uh, the Rupert Murdoch character so this is like their last season so it makes sense oh uh, okay was he the father yeah yep yeah i figured that was kind oh, of spo- spoiler alert you haven't watched but spoiler whatever alert. i haven't watched it i figured so, it was coming right yeah so yeah. that was the that was the last episode so we'll see what happens uh and then they, the last episode of the yeah it's like they killed him off and then his lawyer who's also on the board of the company found his will that names his son as like his successor, but then they took a pencil and like scratched it out. <laughs> took a pencil and scratched it out. Yeah, they like they fucked with it. They like took it. They're like, ah, we don't really know if we want him to be the CCO, so we're gonna oh, f- kind of God. fudge this a little bit and see what happens. So that's like the that's gonna be the rest of the season, I assume, is them figuring out who's gonna take over. Dude. Some of those shows, man, I feel like they have some pretty uh, interesting ways of getting to the end there. Yeah. Yep. I'm just, yeah, it's one of those shows. It's like, it's good that they've decided it needs to end because a lot of it is like the same thing over and over again. It's like, oh, we're going to do this deal and somebody's going to try to make a power play and then it happens or it doesn't happen. And then it's like, they just, it's like rinse and repeat, but it's, it's funny. It's like witty. It's kind of like veep, you know? You ever watch Veep? Oh, so, 
I didn't know it was like a comedy one like that. Yeah, it's like, it. I mean, it's kind of like a drama slash comedy. Like it's it's like Veep. Like the, there's drama going on, but then they have like witty banter that is hilarious as it okay. is going down. Yeah, Veep was pretty funny when I watched it. Yeah. Did I tell you I started watching Seinfeld from the first season? Really? Dude, Seinfeld's pretty fucking funny, dude. Yeah, I've never I've never done like a sit down watch through Seinfeld. I've been I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm clips lately. Oh, dude, Curb Your Enthusiasm is so funny, dude. dude the one JB Smoove is so funny. The one where he's uh he's on the ski lift with uh, I think she's a Jewish woman who like can't be alone with him after dark, but they're stuck. And like the ski lift's not operating and is getting dark, and she ends up just jumping. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> she just she looks at him. She's like, "What are we gonna do about this?" And he just looks at her and he's like, "What?" She goes, "We I can't be alone with you after dark." He's like, "Okay." He's like, "One of us is gonna have to jump." And he looks at her. He goes, "Are you fucking nuts?" And she just like throws her poles <laughs> off and is just like, "See ya." <laughs> <laughs> He like finishes his snack and is like, ah, fuck, I should probably call someone. <laughs> yeah. Larry David's the best. Yeah, dude. It's he's great. Do you yeah. know that George Costanza's character is based off of Larry David? Is it Costanza that's based off of Larry David? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I could see that. Because uh Larry and Jerry wrote the show together and Larry wanted George to basically be him. Yeah. I mean, I dude. To be honest, I don't think I, Larry David is got to be the reason that show was so funny. I mean, Seinfeld is funny, but he's not like independently funny. But Larry David yeah. is independently funny. Agreed. Like Agreed. I, you know, Seinfeld. Yeah, I just love whatever. the situational comedy stuff. Yes. They, yep. Like, yep. Yep. So good, man. So good. I actually I saw Larry David live with my buddy, and I like laughed hysterically oh, yeah? the entire time. It was so good. Nice. Speaking um, of comedy shows, we should definitely go see another one. That yeah, Bert dude. Reiser one was really funny. Yep, yep. We'll have to see what else is coming to the Detroit area. Detroit. I'm into it. Go check them out. Uh, yep. All right, dude. Nice. Good push. You got anything else you want to go over tonight? No, I think we've we've hit a lot of the we've, uh, Oh, the one thing I will say, something – They've changed the uh, NBA draft. It's like they're going to try to make all the people kind of show up to the the combine, kind of like how they have the NFL combine, yeah. the NBA combine. Yeah. Um, Pistons have a good shot at getting that first overall pick, which is cool. Wimby. That'd be so tight if they got him. But that's all I got, dude. All right, brother. Well, you take it easy, and uh, well, let's uh, let's connect again next week. Let's shoot for Monday again, and hopefully. Hopefully Monday doesn't uh, kick my butt like it did this week. So, is Monday night is Monday night the draft? Is it twenty fourth? Tw- I think is it twenty fourth? Hold on, let's let's check this on Google. Yeah, I thought it was twenty seventh. Twenty seventh, I'm going to be coming back from Cleveland. Let's see NFL draft. I don't know where it's at. Uh, April twenty seventh. So. Okay. Let's we uh last we can do one last podcast beforehand. Let's see. The twenty eighth is Friday. We could either do Friday night or we could shoot for like Monday or Tuesday. Okay. That works. All right, man. Yeah, let's oh, just get Tuesday. Tuesday might be tough. All right, let's let's shoot for Monday night and uh we'll just connect Monday and make sure we're still go. All right. Sounds good, brother. All right, Have man. a great weekend, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, peace out, homie. Bye. Bye.